When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Erin. And I'm Katie. And you are listening to Rope Drop and Park Hop. And we're tired. (laughs) (laughs) We just got home from our Disney trip yesterday at different times throughout the day. And I swear, I feel like I've been hit by a truck. Yes, me too. So flipping tired. And if you hear it in our voices, we're just, we're wasted. We're Disney wasted. It's the best kind of tired though, right? Yeah. good reason to be tired. I have to go to work tomorrow though. And... And we still have families and, you know, we have to worry about dinner and all the things. Thankfully, they're in school right now. So I didn't have to come home and immediately jump into mom because they went to school this morning. But I'm tired, (laughs) real tired. And funny story here. Let me share this really quickly. My original flight home last night was supposed to leave Orange County at 8 p.m. and then connect through Phoenix and get me into Boise at 1.30 in the morning. Which, whose idea was that? Right, I don't know who. I don't know what I was thinking when I booked it because I just thought I'll sleep on the plane, which Mm -hmm. I don't ever sleep on the plane. Right, me neither. Anyway, I sat down to watch The Lion King yesterday, and I thought I'm gonna really quick just check my flight and make sure it's running on time. And this was at like twelve thirty, quarter to one in the afternoon, and so I pulled up my flight information and saw that my first flight was on time, so I still was leaving Orange County at 8 o'clock, but my flight from Phoenix to Boise was delayed by like three hours Mm -hmm. and would have gotten me home after four in the morning. And I was like, nope. So I jumped up, and the show had started, and I got to like, Scar had just killed Mufasa. (laughs) And I jumped up, and I walked out, and I hurried and called the airline and got on an earlier flight. And so I went from planning on flying out at 8 p.m. to flying out at 4 p.m. So Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, my trip was cut short four hours, which Mm -hmm. I was not prepared for. Right. So then that last two hours that I had left, I had to hustle and get everything I needed to get done, get things for my kids to bring home. Right. Anyway, it was super hectic. So actually, I've still never seen Lion King. I started it. (laughs) You saw the most important part, right? (laughs) I was a little sad about it. What's funny is we had just been chatting beforehand about what she was going to do in the Phoenix airport because the food seems to be limited there. All they have is Panera. One Panera, and it may not even be open late at night. Who knows? But if she'd had been stuck in that Phoenix airport for five plus hours, that would have been a nightmare. No way. (laughs) So it worked out well. I went through Oakland. Yay. (laughs) Good old Oakland. I like Oakland. And I made it home. Reliable Oakland. I made it home by 10 o'clock and did not tell my kids I had changed my flight. Oh, so they were surprised. So they were surprised, and it was really cute. So good. But I'm really tired. Let's read a review. Let's do it. So this one is from, I. we probably pronounce a lot of these incorrectly, but this one's from Droomer15 or DRoomer15. Oh, or, yeah. Anyway, awesome podcast. Hey, ladies. Hey, ladies. <laughs> 
I'm very picky when it comes to a podcast I like, and just by curiosity, I clicked on this one. It's by far my favorite one. I'm also an Idaho resident. I live in Nampa, which is like our neighboring town. Yeah. Hi, neighbor. Hi, neighbor. I've been listening for months now and can't wait to hear more. Thank you so much. We appreciate that a lot. And this is your weekly reminder to please leave us a five-star rating and review. And... Only if you like us. If you don't like us, don't do anything. Yeah, don't worry about it. (laughs) We won't take up any more of your time. (laughs) Nothing to see here. Move along. Right. I feel like we should talk about the weather. But let's not talk about Boise weather. Actually, let's give a really brief recap. I am not mad about Boise weather right now. It's supposed to be super hot this week, but it's not humid, and I am not complaining. Right. And... uh, of course, it was like lovely while we were gone. People are telling me it felt like fall over the weekend, which, okay, we fine. <laughs> but Anaheim is not looking so awesome this coming weekend. We dodged a bullet, guys. <sighs> and let's just start with, so our weather this weekend was mid-80s. Mm-hmm. Mid-80s and like... 70% humidity. It was humid. It felt muggy. Oh, and of course, today it's only 36% humidity. <laughs> but this is what's happening this week. There is one day, there are two days, Saturday and Sunday, that are 103, projected to be 103. In I saw one site say that it was going to be 107 on Sunday. That's insane. Yes. That's so hot in Southern California on I that pavement. I imagine it would, yes. And I imagine it would burn off some of the humidity. So there won't be, hopefully it'll be a little bit more dry. Right. And we're past the summer, is it solstice, where the days are equal? Yes. So there's days are shorter Yes, now. the days are a little shorter, so it's not, the sun's not blazing for as many hours during the day. Right. To be f- honest with you, though, like to give you kind of an idea, this weekend being there with mid-80s, mm-hmm. the sun felt like a deadly laser. It did. It was really hot. There was, well, we'll get into this more in the episode, but we had one day where we just couldn't anymore and went and hung out in the Grand Californian for a few hours. It, <laughs> it was, felt like the surface of the sun. It was very hot. It was, so I burned. Mm-hmm. You're a little more olive than I am. <laughs> yes. So you did not, but right. I'm pink. And Erin had the nice sunglasses lines on her face. Like a raccoon. Mm-hmm. Little stripes. <laughs> it was hot, guys. It was hot. I can't even imagine what it's going to be like over 100 Right. Well, and I feel like over 100 feels hotter in September than it would in July. Because, because it's not supposed to be exactly, over 100. Exactly, because you're not expecting it. So anyways, guys, if you're going this weekend, if you're listening to this on Friday, just be careful. Bring your cooling towels, your fans, take a break midday. Get there I early. I wouldn't even hang out at the pool if it's 107 outside. No. I'd be inside in the air conditioning. Yeah, and you know, we talked last week about things that you can do in Anaheim. A lot of those things were indoors. Mm-hmm. Get to Disneyland early, stay until noon, mm-hmm. leave for that hot, hot heat of the day, and then come back at 6 o'clock at night and plan on shutting the parks down. There you go. And you can get a lot done doing that. So I, there's no way. No way. <laughs> no, thank you. Sorry for those of you that have trips planned this weekend. We're, I know. Our and prayers it, will be with you. Yes, and it stinks, too, because I'm sure people are going this weekend on their once-in-a-lifetime, first-ever right. Disneyland trip. And, and it's Labor Day weekend this weekend, so oh. it'll be busy. It's going to be so hot. Oh, I'm so sorry. So sorry. Okay. I, I think a lot of people think, you know, if the weather is hot, too hot or too cold, that it'll keep the crowds down. But with reservations now, people are coming yeah. anyway. Yep. So... Brace yourselves. Brace Just yourselves. Just be ready. And have a good time. Let us know how it goes. <laughs> Let's talk about some news. Let's talk about some news. Um, some Genie Plus updates. Yeah. That was kind of exciting. So Genie Plus 
previously, if you had a park hopper ticket, you could book a lightning lane for the park that you would be hopping to in the afternoon, and it would auto-adjust it for you to pass your park hopping time, so after 1 p.m. Now it's not doing that for you anymore, so you just kind of have to wait and watch for those times to be after 1 Mm p.m. So, for instance, if you're in California Adventure and you want to ride Big Thunder, You'll just have to wait, watch the app, and watch for an after 1 o'clock time to pop up instead of it auto-adjusting for you. Which is kind of a pain in the rear. It is. I liked having the audio adjust, and I'm not sure what the reasoning is for getting rid of it. Maybe maybe it was messing things up somewhere else. Or maybe they were worried that it was affecting one park per day people because all of the hoppers were stealing one o'clock. You know, I wonder. That's a good point. Yeah, I could see that being a problem. Yeah. And then the other really great update, which I kind of didn't know, didn't exist until it existed, is that... And it kind of existed in a different form. Right. So previously, when you booked a Genie Plus Lightning Lane, you have, you know, a two-hour block where you can't book another Lightning Lane, or if you scan into your ride, then you can book another Lightning Lane then. People were having a hard time finding what that time was. If you booked (laughs) it at 9.30, Uh and let's say your return time was 1 o'clock, you'd have to wait until 11.30 since your return time hadn't come yet. You'd have to wait till 11.30 to book another one. Right. So and now, it would tell you that in the confirmation. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you were done booking, it would say, your next available time to book will be 11.30. Right. Or if you go and try to book another one, it will say, this guest can't book another Lightning Lane till 11.30. But now there is a banner across the top of your Genie Day mm-hmm. that says when you can book your next Lightning Lane. So it's right there up front and center for you. Yes. Which I think is a really great change. Yeah. So you don't have to go in there and search for your time. Or screenshot it. Right. Or... So um, I was just going in and setting alarm on my mm-hmm. phone. That's how I kept track. But I do it be, on my watch. Nice change. So my watch will vibrate. My watch is set up with like a silent vibrating um, alarm. Uh-huh, mine and too. so as soon as I'm done, I just push my my Apple watch and I say, you know, set an alarm for. Set a new alarm yeah. for 126 or whatever right. the random time is that you can pull your next lightning lane. Yep. All right. We were having a hard time remembering to pull our next lightning lane after we scanned into rides. It's funny. We would get in. We'd be in the line for maybe like 10 minutes and be like, oh, we can pull another lightning Mm -hmm. lane. Anyway, so keep that in mind, too. As soon as you scan into your ride, you can book another lightning lane. Maybe if you have more than one person in your party who is capable of doing that, maybe have them looking for the next ride while the other person is scanning in. And then as you get into line, it's easy to pick that. Right. So if you're trying to be most efficient, Mm -hmm. that would be a good way to do it. We were not efficient. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, Space Mountain has a new little shop. Can you guess where it is? (laughs) It's in the queue, friends. So weird. In the queue. So in the regular queue, not the lightning lane, because if you go in the lightning lane, you're going to skip it Mm -hmm. up on that top level. As you're walking through the line, there's a little retail shop set up right there. We've got, I don't I couldn't tell what they had, some shirts maybe. I wonder if that Space Mountain Tumblr is up there that they were selling. Here's my question. <laughs> like, put it in the exit. At least people are done riding before they buy something and then they don't have to manage it on the attraction. Yeah, I mean, they've got the, the photo pass section set up there at the yeah. end of Space Mountain. I feel like you could buy stuff there. Yeah, I think they have some merch. I don't know. Maybe it's just a distraction to make you forget that you're standing in a really long line. Maybe, because it's like the longest one. Yeah, and here, spend some more money. (laughs) No, it's silly to me. Um, The Silhouette Studio is open again, which this one is a hot one that people have been waiting for for Mm -hmm. a very, very long time, and it's finally open. Um, I've heard it's by appointment only. Okay. Uh, uh, Queue, virtual queue. Virtual queue, that's right. Yes, I saw that. And I peeked in the window yesterday, and they had a notice that they would be there 
after a certain time and it was closed when I walked by. But that could just be they hadn't opened for the day yet. Maybe so. All right. So in the Disneyland app, it is listed as noon to 8 p.m. to visit the Silhouette Studio. And apparently they create it at a rate of 90 seconds per portrait. Wow. Really? That has to be digital. It must be. So is there a button on there to book a virtual queue? Or do you join the virtual queue at the Silhouette Studio? It could be the way that they were doing the candy canes last Christmas was by virtual queue, but you had to be physically in the park and go to Candy Palace to join the virtual queue. So I'm assuming it would be similar to that. Maybe. But it's cool. And it's actually a really affordable little souvenir. Mm -hmm. It's branded Disneyland, and the price is $11.99 for just the silhouette. And then if you want it in a frame, or I think the frame is an additional 20 Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people love that keepsake. Mm -hmm. They're cute. Guess who showed up for my birthday yesterday? We predicted this. (laughs) We left the park Sunday night and Mm -hmm. said, Katie said. Yeah, I willed it into existence. I said, Winky Blinky is going to show up for my birthday. Yes. The big pumpkin. Yeah, he was there. So the Mickey pumpkin is there. And there was already a long line for people getting their pictures in front of him. He's very cute. He is really cute. We, from the moment we got there on Friday, it was decked out Halloween. Yeah. Um, it's very, very Halloween-y already, yep. and Halloween time hasn't started. It doesn't start till the... F- it starts the 2nd, so it starts oh, okay, this coming this Friday. Friday. Yep, but they've been decorated for a couple weeks now. Mm-hmm. And we noticed that there are walls up around the flower bed in the front entrance Which we think as we in were the leaving. past, we've, we think that they've kind of just changed that flower bed over in the nighttime. Mm-hmm. But there's walls up, and it's there's walls up on the lower part as you enter the parks, mm-hmm. and then there's walls up above at the train station, so you can't see down into the area either. Right? Maybe they're doing something a little more drastic. Who knows? I'm excited to see. Yeah. What else? Along with about? Halloween, the Foodie Guide came out this That's week. That's right. And we made some notes of some of the things that were new and looked good um, at Disneyland. The French Market's going to have this. Looks good to me. I would almost want to go just for this. A Halloween cake with purple vanilla sponge, raspberry mousse, fresh raspberry and candied cocoa nibs. That sounds really yummy yeah, to me. Yeah, that does sound good. And then some old-time favorites are going to be back at the Galactic Grill, the Blood Orange Slush and the Darth by Chocolate, which are both very popular. Um, they're going to have a new pumpkin cheesecake over at Jolly Holiday. They're going to have a pumpkin cold brew at Red Rose Tavern. And there's a pumpkin spice funnel cake over at Stage Door. And then across the way at DCA, some of the new things that I noticed that sounded pretty good. Pumpkin pie hard float at Clarabelle's, Blood Orange Lemonade at Fairfax Market, and then ghost pepper nachos and chili ginger pork belly sliders at Lamplight. That's just a little sampling. There's mm-hmm. a lot more available throughout the parks. Lots and lots of different churros. Mm-hmm. We saw one that was a, what was it, pistachio and sour cherry churro mm-hmm. that came with a spicy grape, uh, ghost pepper grape sauce. That's right. <laughs> Which sounds like it should be like a jelly, maybe. It sounds like a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of flavor. It was pistachio and sour cherry sugar on the churro mm-hmm. and then a ghost pepper and grape dipping sauce. <laughs> no. We'll let someone else try it and let us know how it is. Yeah. Thanks for experimenting for Thank us. you for, for contributing to science. Yes. There's a new Donald Duck sipper coming out Which and is he is adorable. So He's a candy corn. This is a triangular shaped sipper with Donald Duck coming out the top. <laughs> Very cute. Yes. The Mickey Mummy popcorn bucket will be back. I'm not, did we have that at Disneyland before? I think I've so. seen that Disney World. Year. And Disney World had it over the summer. Like when right? they were, when they were doing to Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. But I love that Mickey Mummy bucket. He's so cute. And then a new Zero popcorn bucket. We have an also old Zero popcorn bucket. I need to look the new one up. It's very cute. I haven't You'll seen like it. it. Galactic Grill 
speaking of Galactic Grill, has fried chicken back. <laughs> so the fried chicken sandwich and the chicken tenders. I see lots of people asking where they can get chicken tenders for their picky eaters. Right. Just chicken tenders and fries. So that's Galactic a good spot Grill. to get them. Yes. The electrical parade officially ended on September 1st, which is yesterday as you're listening to this. So hopefully you caught it if you wanted to. It glowed away. Glowed away. It's good grammar. <laughs> and then Disneyland Forever also, correct? Mm-hmm. Ended yesterday. Mm-hmm. Anything else ended yesterday? Mm-hmm. All right. Today is happy start of Halloween time at the yep. Disneyland Resort. Yep. So get ready for all of that. Which means Oogie Boogie Bash parties start up next week mm-hmm. and fireworks, Halloween screams. Halloween screams. The Frightfully Fun Parade will be during, DCA, the during parties, parties only. Monsters After Dark yes. starts up. Which that's available to anybody, not just yes. Halloween party goers. So take advantage of that. It's that's usually exciting. after 3 p.m. is when they start Monsters After Dark. Oh, Cast compliments. So we mentioned this on our Instagram, and we will also talk a little bit more about it during the episode. Mm-hmm. But cast compliments are now available on the Disneyland app. Which, this was a Dear Disney for us. Yes. Just a couple weeks ago. Right. We said, Dear Disney, bring it. And, and they, they did. did. So thank you, whoever's listening, that totally took our recommendation and made it happen. I'm not sure I wanted to waste our only Disney wish on this, but we'll take it. Somebody's listening. Just kidding. It wasn't us. Right. But I was excited. We used it. I used it a couple times this weekend Mm -hmm. and I was really happy to have it. We'll talk, like she said, we'll talk about it more in the main part of the episode. Um, It could stand some improvement, I think, but we'll discuss it. That'll come hopefully. Yes. All right. That's it for news. I think that's it for news. Our podcast is brought to you by Mouse World Travel. Imagine going on the most stress-free, well-planned Disney vacation of your life. Now imagine you didn't pay anything extra for that personalized service. That's what you'll get when you use an authorized travel planner from Mouse World Travel to book your next Disney vacation. From resorts to cruises and everything in between, they are here to help you get the most out of your next family trip. Just go to mouseworldtravel.com Fill out a short request form and make sure you mention our code rope drop so they know that we sent you. Okay, guys, we just got back from the happiest place on earth. Was it happy? I thought it was happy. I had a good, it was hot. It was hot and we worked hard. We did. And did a lot. Here's what I'm going to say before we tell you anything about the trip. This is something I was thinking about as I was coming home yesterday. We essentially were there for two full days. Mm -hmm. We were there for a little bit in the evening, Friday night, and then we had all day Saturday, all day Sunday, and then we were there for just a short period of time. Monday, um, we rode one ride before Katie had to leave. She had to leave pretty early. And then after that, I rode the train, but Mm -hmm. that was the only attraction that I visited afterwards. And in that two full days of being there, we had hoppers. I mean, we have passes, so we have the ability to hop back and forth. We were able to do pretty much everything we wanted yeah, to. Yeah, we did. And I know there are a lot of people that always, you see this question frequently on forums, is how many days do I need? I mean, we always say take time because we didn't do any of those things that, like I never made it over to the Animation Academy, which is one of my favorite things to do. Right, and I didn't get to do the Tiki Room, although you did. Yes. But I didn't get to do that, which is one of my favorite things to do. Yes. So we skipped some of those. The slower things. Yes. Uh-huh. We did a lot of the rides. Mm-hmm. We were able to do, I'd say, all of the rides, and we could have done more. You know, we weren't being crazy fast. Right. And we wanted to get content, too, so right. we were doing a lot of the just walking around getting content and not just riding rides. Yes. So I, in my opinion, three days is a good amount of time. I because agree. then you can do your favorites over again yes. on that third day. And you can take the time to slow down and do some mm-hmm. of those fun, not ride 
kind of things. Yes. But we were able to do a lot in two days. Yeah. And so if you've been to Disneyland before, especially speaking to you people who are going back, two days is not a terrible trip. If you can just go for a weekend, mm-hmm. you can get quite a bit done. Of course, we used Genie Plus both right. of those days. Um, and that was very helpful for us getting onto the rides we really wanted to get onto. We were able to ride a couple of our favorites more than once. Mm-hmm. So it's Guardians doable. of the Galaxy. How many times did like we ride four that? Or five. Four or five. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and we did Big Thunder twice. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only one we did. Those are the only ones we did multiple, multiple times. times. Yeah. But we were able to get through everything else. Yeah. And not have any issue with it at all. Mm-hmm. So be advised. It's possible. If you just have a short time and you want to do a short trip, it's totally worth it. Right. Yeah. But it is more enjoyable if you can spread it out a little For bit. For sure. Okay, from the beginning. From the beginning. We <laughs> flew in and out of Orange County this time. Uh-huh. It was great. Yes. We love Long Beach. That's usually what we say is our number one. This mm-hmm. is a pretty close second for me, though. Yes. And it is a little bit closer to the park, so yes. a little bit of a shorter Uber ride. Um, this was Aaron's first experience using the Uber Lyft lot at the Orange County yes. Airport. Yes. And what did you think? I liked it. There's a separate area where you go to meet your... Uber, Lyft, or Wings, which or we wings keep saying we a need Z. to try, uh, <laughs> driver, and it was it was nice. Mm-hmm. I had no idea about it. About I've, where to go. Yeah, and I feel like if I had not had you, who's mm-hmm. used it before, I would not have... You would have wandered a little yeah, bit and had to ask someone, probably. maybe. Mm-hmm. I think there may be a sign down at the bottom of that escalator that we went up, Yeah, but you maybe just wouldn't notice it right away. Right. So, so if you might flying, circle. If you're flying in and you fly into the terminal that has Southwest Airlines, that's Which what we use. Uh-huh. We had to go up from baggage claim, take an escalator upstairs, and then walk along all the ticket counters mm-hmm. out a door at the end of those and into a parking garage. And there was a specific area. Then you see signs for sure. Yeah. I feel like it's well signed once you get up that escalator. Then and you once start you know what signs. you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Short ride. Well, we got there during rush hour, so mm-hmm. we had a little bit of stop and go traffic getting mm-hmm. there. I probably took us a uh, twenty-five minutes, maybe yeah. total. Yeah. Normally, it's about fifteen twenty minutes. And from we that had airport. the cutest Uber driver. <laughs> he was so sweet with the cutest accent. Uh huh. He was from Mexico, but had also spent some time in Italy and a little bit of time in Spain. Uh huh. And that and some Chicago too. Yeah, he had the best <laughs> accent ever. Super nice guy. Um, something to be aware of, and I'm aware of this, but yeah, it surprises me every single time I'm in Southern California. Lane splitting. Motorcycles can lane split. <laughs> so what that means is motorcycles can ride the line in between lanes and cut in between cars as they're driving, and it's most obvious during rush hour when you're in stop and go mm-hmm. traffic. And motorcycles. Zoom by. It is scares the tar out of me every <laughs> single time. Are they allowed to do it or do they just get away with they it? They are allowed to okay. do it there. <laughs> That's good. I guess. Yeah. I always legal. think someone's going to open their car door just to be mean and send that motorcyclist flying. Hopefully people are not that awful. <laughs> I just think like if you're not prepared for it and you're driving there for your first time and you see an opening, a lane over and you want to change lanes. Watch for a motorcycle Watch first. Watch for motorcycles. Yeah. Like that scares me. Oh, crazy. I hate it so much. I think it's... <laughs> It scares the tar out of me. Uh Seriously. Like, ask Katie. I jumped. She did probably three times. Yeah. Funny, funny. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we got to our hotel. We got to stay at the Hojo Anaheim the first night we were Mm -hmm. there uh, because we were part of their chalk walk team. We decided Mm -hmm. to stay there that first night. And Hojo's great. We Mm -hmm. love the Hojo. It's a good, solid choice. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, 10, 12-minute walking distance to the parks from Hojo. There's some great restaurants along the way. 
and it's clean. It's quiet. There's a great pool back in the corner, and then there's also a children's pool that's got some slides and mm-hmm. activities in it. They're not doing reservations for their swimming anymore, which is nice. No, but, but it's they, first come, first yes, serve. Yes, and they do have a capacity limit. 60. Mm-hmm. And we kind of talked a little bit about this. A lot of the hotels that are right there on Harbor have parking lot pools. So their pools are surrounded by concrete and cars, and cars mm-hmm. which is fine. Kids, I don't think, are super picky about the pool they're swimming in. But the Hojo kind of has a unique, beautiful, gar- it's called the garden pool. And it's surrounded by birds of paradise and palm trees. And it's a really lush, beautiful setting and not a parking lot. Right. And I'm going to skip ahead a little bit to the next day just so that we stay on the Hojo theme. Yes. But we got to tour the House of the Retro Future Suite, which is new at the Hojo. And that was really, really fun. It's a great suite. We'll share some pictures and videos with you on our Instagram. We will. And we spoke with Heather, who is our contact at the Hojo, mm-hmm. Anaheim. And she told us that the price for it is a two-night. You have to book it two nights. Mm-hmm. And I believe it was like Tuesday and Wednesday night and then Friday and Saturday night or something like Thursday that. Thursday and Friday. Something. I don't remember. Yeah, but you're right. But it's 19. 19- is it 57? Yep, 1957. So a two-night stay is $1,957. And mm-hmm. is that the year that the House of the Retro yes. Future opened at Disneyland? Yes. Okay. And that's a two-night stay that includes your room, which is a suite. Mm-hmm. It has two beds in a bedroom with an awesome big bathroom area that has like Bluetooth built into the Mirrors. It's so fun. It's it's a smart suite is what I would call it. There's yes. so much interactive, fun stuff in there. And fun little surprises, too. Mm-hmm. There's a fun little mural in the bathroom that you wouldn't know until you shut the door. And yeah. It's a very futuristic 1950s feeling. Yes. it's. Uh, it, I thought it was super cute. It is. And it's got like an orange and blue color yep. scheme in it. Very fresh and funky. Balcony overlooking that awesome garden pool. Mm-hmm. And then included in that fee... There was a print that you get to take with you of the original Monsanto House of the Retro Future, Mm -hmm. which is just a really cute print that they've made. Mm -hmm. And then it also includes a designated parking space. They're going to have a designated House of the Retro Future parking space. I think that they don't have it yet, but it's coming. Cute. And it includes that, which typically there's an upcharge for parking at the Hojo. I mean, you're paying (laughs) $19.57 for two nights. So it's not like, You're paying $1,000 a night and you get free parking. Good job. But you get that cool... And I don't know if it's matted or framed or if it's just the print. I don't know. But you get that cool print yeah. and then that that designated parking space. And the privilege of staying in a really, really cool suite. Really cool. With a separate really living area. Mm-hmm. The toilet Kitchen. was like fancy Bluetooth bidet. Yes. It was really fun. There's, it's, a cool little, it's a cool little spot. Yeah. A splurge for sure. Yes. And then what did we do? We had burrito tacos. <laughs> we went to, okay, so this is something we've had questions come across mm-hmm. about, and we decided to test it and see if it worked. Mm-hmm. We had park reservations for Disneyland. Mm-hmm. That was what we were able to get for our arrival day. We did not get to the parks until, what, 6.30-ish? Uh-huh. And we decided to see if, since we were past hopping hours, if we would be able to just enter DCA. Again, keep in mind, we are pass holders. Right, it so wasn't you, regular tickets. Right, your, your mileage may vary. Yes, but we were able to get into DCA with no problem. Right. And I've heard reports that they will make you go scan into your reserved park first before you can go, and or we, that they've had to call somebody over to do some manual override thing, but we had no issues. We were we were prepared to 
to try it out for science, and yes. we got right in. It was kind of a wah-wah moment. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, what do we do if they don't let us right in? And yeah. we were kind of trying to decide how we'd handle looking right. like idiots. And then but... all of a sudden we were in and yeah. like, oh, okay, let's uh, go get okay. tacos. <laughs> yes, so that's what we did. We walked straight over to tacos. Yes, so the last couple of trips that I've had, I have not gotten my precious Berea tacos, so that was number one on my list to go get for dinner. And they were good. They were so good. They were better than I remember. If you haven't been listening to us and you don't know what we're talking about, it's the Berea tacos. Okay, somebody corrected us and told us we say them wrong. So, Berea? Berea. No. Yes, they said it's, it's the accent is on the first part and it's more like beer. Okay. Birria. And I mean, there's probably a in there somewhere, mm-hmm. but it's birria. Birria. <laughs> we also got corrected because for a long time we were calling it Cochina Cucamonga. Mm-hmm. It's Cocina Cucamonga. Yes. So I don't remember who it was that said that, but thank you for making us right. not sound like stupid girls. Right. Okay. Anyways, they were yummy. Yes. And we got beans on the side. You beans can also get side. rice. Mm-hmm. Erin wanted rice, and she got beans. You wanted rice. Right. And then we switched the ordering thing, and we, ended, we ended both ended up, with, up beans. with beans. But they were delicious. I love those beans, too. I do. I don't care. I'll take whatever they, they so feed good. me. They were so good. They were guests. And then after that, we headed over to Disneyland because we were going to meet up with Hannah Learning Disney, who was on our podcast a few episodes mm-hmm. ago. And she happened to be there for her birthday weekend as yes. well. And she sweetly bought us birthday treats yes. for her birthday. Yes. <laughs> she got us some Raspberry Rose Mickey macarons. Yes. <gasps> Did you see how fast I said that without having to that think about it? That was amazing. Thank you. And also, it was very funny because we had just been talking about, oh, we should have ordered some this morning when mm-hmm. we came in and we didn't do it. And anyway, she showed up and surprised us with those. It was and that very was really sweet fun. of her. Yes. We appreciated it. They do not like macarons. Her and her husband, Austin. Yeah. They were not fans. But we made them try them again. <laughs> Austin said they were okay. Uh-huh. Hannah looked like she was going to throw up. Yep. Whatever. It's fine. It's not everybody's cup of tea. Nope. It's definitely mine. Yes. And for me, like, I like them. They're mm-hmm. not my favorite, mm-hmm. but I like them. They're fine. And then did we ride any rides that night? Did we do Big Thunder? We did Pirates. We did Pirates. That's right. And Which then, is my favorite first ride to do. Yes. I love doing Pirates very first. And then did we rides. do the train also? Yes. We did. I remember. And then we did the train back to Main Street. Yes. Pirates was a walk-on because nobody was riding it at that time during Fantasmic. And then we headed to the train, got right on the train, took the three-quarter circle tour, Yeah, <laughs> got off at Main Street and went home. Yes, and decided to get a good night's rest yes. for our next day. And then we got up early the next morning and moved hotels. Mm-hmm. So we schlepped our luggage across <laughs> Harbor Boulevard, <laughs> which is our favorite thing to do. <laughs> Could we have taken an Uber? Sure. It's like six hotels down, though, so it wasn't a huge deal. It was an eight-minute walk, I think. It wasn't bad. (laughs) So we checked our luggage into the Best Western Plus, which is directly across the street from Disneyland, from the gates. The Best Western Park Place Mm -hmm. Inn and Suites. There are two Best Westerns right across the gates. Right. This one was the Park Place Inn and Suites, and I would argue that this is like... The closest hotel to yeah, the main gate. I would say so, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we did a, it was called the family suite. Mm-hmm. So it had two queen beds plus a pull-out sofa. So it could comfortably sleep six. Yes. It comfortably slept, too. Yeah, for sure. We were great. Yeah, it was a, it was a good little hotel. Mm-hmm. Totally convenient. Mm-hmm. So nice at the end of the day to not have to go anywhere. Right. Walk out of Disneyland, cross the crosswalk, and you're there. And it's one of the few places that has free breakfast. Yes. Of the hotels that are close by to Disneyland. Right there. Any of close. the Best West. Do this is one of those best westerns. Tell us about the breakfast. Katie didn't have any of it. <laughs> um, I got it one morning, and uh, I mean, if you're super into eating breakfast 
and you want to fill your belly up a little bit in the morning for free, it's great to have. Mm-hmm. I'd say it was like a five out of ten, okay. four out of ten. Okay. It wasn't a great breakfast. Yeah. It was Eggo waffles and bananas that weren't quite ripe yet. <laughs> Katie laughed at me because I told her they had little packets of Jif <laughs> peanut butter, which was really exciting because usually it's a different brand. But it was little cups of Jif peanut butter. Uh-huh. And so I got myself a banana, dipped it in peanut butter, ate that. I had a waffle, had wet egg. Wet egg. Wet egg. <laughs> they had those typical hotel eggs. Um, they had the morning I was there, they had sausage patties. I would imagine they probably have bacon other mornings. And then cereals, some breads and pastries and things like that. Was some it fruits. cereal in a gumball machine? I don't remember. <laughs> no, I think it might have been the cups with the peelbacks, okay. Okay. if I remember correctly. Which, that's good to know because that's a good grab-and-go option okay. to take into the parks with you. Yes, but there were two women standing at the top of the stairs. Oh, yeah? I think that they were cleaning the tables as people were leaving. Uh-huh. But I also did not risk taking anything out because I didn't want them to stop me and say I couldn't take it. So I don't know if they would have. Probably not. Probably not. But I feel like that's the that's the way of people a continental stuff. breakfast is like your hotel guests are going to take some stuff with them into the right. parks and it's fine. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just kind of looked at them because I was thinking about uh-huh. bringing a banana with me. Yeah. And I just didn't want to walk past mm. the two bouncers and Interesting. have food and have them stop me. Breakfast is located kind of across the way. Uh-huh. So it's not directly adjacent to the hotel, right? And it was upstairs above a restaurant. Correct. So the hotel, when you pull your car in to enter the parking lot right at the check-in area, it was across that little entryway, the pull-in area, and there's a restaurant there called Kalaka Mama's, and then you had to enter the restaurant and go up the stairs up above. Gotcha. So I think the bottom line here is stay at this hotel for the closeness to mm-hmm. the parks and not necessarily the awesome breakfast. Right. That's a perk to have some free food there if you need it, but you're paying for the proximity to the parks, Correct. Not, not a gourmet breakfast. And you know, that proximity to the parks was amazing at was midnight. so nice. Yeah. So nice. Even in the mornings, we didn't have to get up quite as early because yeah. we knew we only had a one-minute walk to yeah. get to the Esplanade. Yep. So super nice. All right. So we rope dropped Saturday morning, and I don't think we need to give a play-by-play of every single ride that we went on during the day, but our plan was to rope drop Web Slingers initially because we wanted to go with Hannah and her husband to have, you know, a dynamic foursome yes. to really get that score rocking. But we decided we'd rope drop guardians instead and we did and it was great and, and we got to ride it twice in a row got off and there was nobody in line mm-hmm. yep no line let's talk a little bit about early entry for the hotel guests real fast okay so early entry for the hotel guests right now if you're staying at one of the three disney resort hotels you can enter the parks at you can enter excuse me let me rephrase this mm-hmm. you can enter the attraction areas at 7 30 mm-hmm. They are letting everybody enter the park at the same time. Right. But the non-hotel guests, the poor people. <laughs> the poor people. <laughs> are held at a rope. Are held at rope and for And so drop. you have to show your hotel key to be able to get past that rope. Or you can also show your reservation on your phone. Right. And that lets you pass the rope. Everybody else watches the rich people walk by. Um, but interestingly enough, like everyone's getting in at the same time. So if you are a little farther back in that line to get in the gate, you're risking 
losing Missing. some of your early magic half hour. <laughs> yes. And it doesn't include the entire park. So keep mm-hmm. that in mind, too. DCA is a lot more here and there, the rides that are open. Um, one of the perks of DCAs, though, is that you would be able to, if you have that early entry, if you're staying at one of the hotels, you're able to walk pretty much right up to Radiator Springs Racers mm-hmm. and rope drop it at 8 o'clock when the park opens. Right. And you have that. It's not one of the ones that's included in that 7.30 time, but once it opens at 8 o'clock, you're right there and you can beat the huge crowd that's coming from the rope. Yes. Yep. So that's a huge perk. Yep. At Disneyland, it's Fantasyland, Tomorrowland. I think that's it. Fantasyland and Tomorrowland. And kind of the same benefit over there is it doesn't have you don't have access to Rise of the Resistance, which is a huge rope drop attraction. Mm-hmm. But, but you you're can be closer. ahead of everyone else. Yep. Yes. You can go do a ride or two in Fantasyland and then be ready to go to Rise before anybody else can get there. Correct. So there's some perks to that. And so mm-hmm. if you're staying on site, we would recommend making sure you're at the gates early. Yes. I yeah. Would... We, security didn't actually even open until probably 7.15. Right. At the earliest, right. I would say. And so we were held at security until 7.15, not to the actual gates until probably 7.20, 7.25. And then they open the gates and start letting everybody in right at 7.30. And us being at the gates at 7.15, mm-hmm. I'd say our first morning, we were probably like 7 parties back mm-hmm. um, and our second morning so our first morning we did DCA uh-huh. we were seven parties from the entrance probably our second morning we did Disneyland maybe a little further back than that yeah and we were a few minutes later that second morning as yeah. well so we were tired that made a difference yes <laughs> <laughs> and we were so close that right? we just thought we'll just roll out of bed and go when we're ready yeah <laughs> so um, yeah if you're staying at the hotel be there early. early. And we suspect that at some point they will open a separate entrance for the hotel guests. That uh, placard is still up there. It is. They have the possibility of having a separate entrance for the hotel guests. I don't know why they're not utilizing it now. but either. I assume that they will again in the future. I, you know, if you've got it in the budget, I would say stay at a hotel because you can get so much done in that, in that extra half hour. However... I still feel like you can get a ton done as a non-hotel guest as well. rope drop. And I think we talked about this briefly a couple weeks ago. I think that those hotel guests going in and doing all of the things they can do in that first Mm -hmm. half hour is super helpful for the peasants entering at (laughs) 8 o'clock. Because they've cleared those areas out. They've already done that. Yeah. So um, we'll talk a little bit more about our day two rope drop experience after we're finished with the DCA today, but... (laughs) So DCA, we did all the things we wanted to. We did. did Guardians of the Galaxy, we Mm -hmm. did Web Slingers. We scored... What was our final score on Web Slingers? It was like 830, something like that. 840, I don't know. Somewhere in the 800s, but we were not on the leaderboard. We were not, but we were really proud of our efforts. Yeah, we did great. the first time I think that I've hit eight something because typically I have a lot of dead weight in the car with me, (laughs) but (laughs) Hannah and Austin did well. Yes, they were fun to have along with they us. They were. Yes. And then we had Pim Test Kitchen breakfast. Uh-huh. We went to Lamplight Lounge for a later brunch. Yes, with a beautiful seat right yes. on the water. Love Lamplight Brunch. Something to know about Lamplight Brunch, they do not offer their main menu at the time that they have brunch. Right. And brunch, I believe, ends at 1. And then and at then, 2 o'clock, mm-hmm. they start their main menu. And Hannah wanted nachos. She really, really <laughs> wanted nachos, and they would not do it. But they do have them upstairs at the, what do they call it now? Is it just Lamplight? Lounge, lounge bar, bar area. I don't know. <laughs> the upstairs is a walk up. You don't. You can't get reservations for it. It's walk up only. Mm-hmm. I think they have a an online wait list for it. Though. Maybe yeah. And they do serve a limited menu. It's more like a snack menu, including and, and the all nachos. the drinks. Mm-hmm. But they will not get them for you. 
It's not funny. Yes, I thought offered. for sure he'd say, like, I'll go upstairs and get them for mm-hmm. you. But no, he offered to just move, move us, us to a table mm-hmm. up there <laughs> for her to get the nachos. And the other three of us were like, no, you can live without your nachos. He also offered for us to stay until two. That's he right. Said, you know, yeah. If you'd like to sit here until two o'clock, I'm happy to let you and yeah. you can order them then. Yeah. So those were the two options. Right. But by then we were too full. Yes. But try the chilaquiles if you can, because they're amazing. They were really good. And I've gotten the avocado toast both times I've been for brunch and enjoyed it both times. It was really good, mm-hmm. too. Totally good. So good. Our second time on Guardians, yes. we thought we'd be smart and ask the cast member if she could please play a specific song for us. Well, what we said was it was Hannah's birthday that uh-huh. day. And we said it's her birthday. And her one wish is to get the Jackson 5, which uh-huh. is our favorite, right? And, and our cute little ride operator said... We don't I can't. Have any control. I have no control over it. So as we were getting off the ride, she said, "Wait just a minute," and she filled out a little pink slip of paper that had her name on it and said, "This is good to come back anytime today for four guests." And she goes, "I hope you get the song you want next time." Yes. So she gave us a fast pass to come back mm-hmm. during the Lightning Lane line, and which Erin promptly destroyed in her pocket <sighs> because we went on Grizzly River Run and it, it got wet. <laughs> but I will say this: this was the first opportunity that we had to go ahead and use the cast compliment feature uh-huh. in the app. And we left Sarah a cast compliment in the app. Here's where it needs improvement. You're able to choose the park. You're able to choose um, whether it's like attractions or dining or whatever. You're able to choose the area you're in if you want to. These are all optional things. And they ask for the cast member's name, which they say is optional, just in case you didn't get it, I guess. They also ask if you noticed the city or town, their Mm -hmm. location that they're from. And that's it. They don't ask what happened. They don't ask why you're submitting the cast compliment. And I would have liked to have had the opportunity to thank her specifically for, you know, thinking of us and and especially with Hannah's birthday and wanting to come back and hopefully get Jackson 5. Spoiler alert, we did not get Jackson 5 (laughs) ever. Um, But I wish that they had a little bit more information in there, that we were able to provide a little bit more about our experience with the cast member. So there's our Dear Disney for this week is please expand the cast compliment section. And give us a chance. Give us 150 letters or something just to give a quick, brief explanation of why or say hey Sarah you're awesome keep up the good work Mm -hmm. we appreciate it or you know something like that good stuff so that was fun we had a fun day that day did we do anything that evening that evening was the chalk (laughs) adventure in the park (laughs) you guys we're struggling because we're so tired in fact right before we hit record I was like we're not ever doing this again we're not ever coming home and then recording the next day because it's hard our brains are fried and the last thing that I love Disneyland Uh the last thing I want to be talking about right now is Disneyland (laughs) so if you ever wondered if it's a possibility to get tired of Disneyland here's your answer Erin says yes (laughs) I'll be fine in a few days but right now I don't ever want to see that place again ever So that evening was the chalk adventure in the park, which was the whole reason we booked the trip this weekend, the whole reason we went down, the thing we were most excited for. Mix in for this chalk adventure in the park. This is the first year that they've done this. So typically they do an actual chalk walk where you pledge miles for Mm -hmm. money and raise money for the children's hospital. And you walk through both parks when you do that, from my understanding. And then a little bit of the city of Anaheim. Um, There's some speculation that it's hard to get permits right now from the city of Anaheim, and that may be why they're not doing it. It could be a COVID thing. Who knows, right? Nobody ever really comes out and says why things are the way they are. It was portrayed to us as participants that this was the 30th anniversary. Mm -hmm. If you subtract the two years of COVID, this was the 30th annual chalk walk. And they wanted to do something extra special and kind of reimagine the whole event. And so it was just this chalk adventure in the park. Mm -hmm. So this is the first year that they've ever done it. Mix in 
happened at five. So we could go to the Esplanade and check in at five o'clock and get straight into DCA. There were people that if you raised enough money, you also got a complimentary ticket to go to Disneyland for the day, I think. Or, I don't you, know. or you got a park hopper Some or sort something. Of something. Yes. There was something where you could do both parks if you had raised enough money. Correct. Um, we took a look at the line to check in at five o'clock in the Esplanade and turned the other way and went straight to Disneyland right. <laughs> and thought we'll come back later when it's a little shorter. And we had already been at California Adventure for most of the day already. So we didn't feel the need to hurry in there. Right. So we decided to go do a few things in Disneyland, have some dinner, do a little chill before we stayed up late at DCA. And then, yeah, by the time we went to check in, there was no line at all. We grabbed our tickets and our pins and what else did they give us? A little brochure that said what was going on that evening. Yes. And there was a special entrance for the party goers, although uh, the actual event didn't start till 9. I think it was 8.30 when we checked in. Correct. So we could have still gotten in on our, our magic keys. Yes. the regular entrance into DCA, but we used our special entrance anyway, yes. just because we felt special. Went in through there, and then they started doing the sweep like they do for mm-hmm. any other event. Oh, wristbands. That's what else they gave us. Oh, yeah, wristbands. We had to put on our gold wristbands, Yep, and that's how the cast members know that you're allowed to stay. And they check it at everything. They do. If I've, you went to go on an attraction, they had you show wristband. If you wanted to enter a certain area of the uh-huh. park that they had already swept, you had to show your wristband. And people ask all the time, you know, how do they know? Like, can't I just stay? And what if I hide in the bathroom? You can try, but and they're going to sweep you. And I will say there were people there quite a bit after 9 o'clock. I For would sure. say probably 10 o'clock. I For still sure. was seeing people with no wristbands. I would get so in the cars area, I would say it was mostly where Correct. I noticed. And I think it's probably because they were in a super long Radiator Springs racers line and were able to get in that line till up until 8.59. Mm-hmm. And so by the time they got off the ride, it was quite a bit later right. after the event had started. But and then, then they I got saw, sweeped. I saw a woman who was sitting over back behind Flo's by the bathroom, uh-huh. probably at 10, 10.30. Yeah. And she was was just sitting there on her phone and she didn't have a wristband but nobody had bothered her. Right. Well, she wasn't taking up any ride right. space or ordering food or anything. Right. So, who so cares? Just hanging nobody out. cares. Just hanging out enjoying park atmosphere. Um, I would say this was a pretty <laughs> low-key event as far as after hours events goes. Uh-huh. They had some characters out. We saw one character, right? Pluto. As we were leaving. I think that was the only character I saw. Yes. We saw Mickey at the they had a little presentation mm-hmm. before our special world of color viewing mm-hmm. and we did see Mickey come out on stage and interact with the sponsor family the the ambassador family the ambassador family and they had a couple different things they had the Disneyland ambassadors come out and talk to us mm-hmm. they had Ken Potrock who's the president of Disneyland he mm-hmm. came out and talked with us we had a chance to chat with him afterwards too he's that so was nice. really fun he's a nice I liked guy. him a lot yes and then um, we had the uh, ambassador family through chalk right. that came out and their name is Gomez they have a foundation if you're ever wanting to check it out um, I think every year they must choose an ambassador I family so somebody That's who's had some sort of experience with the Children's Hospital of Orange County. Um, Their foundation is called the Robbie Gomez Foundation. And we read a little bit about Robbie. He was born prematurely and had something. In fact, my niece had the same thing. He had laryngomalacia when he was younger. And then he had some treatments throughout his early years. And then he was thriving and doing well. And he passed away in his sleep when he was five. And they were super, super sweet, and it was a beautiful presentation, and I, I think you could feel the emotion there, mm-hmm, and sure. it was really great. And it was a great reminder of why we were there and what we were doing. 
And then as they finished up all of that presentation, we all got to sit there and watch World of Color together, which is emotional as well for mm-hmm. me, at least. So I heard that somewhere around 5,000 participants were able to attend the party this evening. I don't know that all 5,000 people were there. It felt pretty low-key. I didn't feel like there were a lot of people there. Definitely did not feel like an after-hours, like a, a Halloween party right. type crunch. So that was nice to be able to be there and and have a little breathing room. Um, World of Color, we were right up close to the water Mm -hmm. and had a great viewing spot. And I will tell you that as of today, um, fundraising continues for this particular event Mm -hmm. until September 27th. And so if you ever want to donate anything to the Children's Hospital of Orange County, reach out to us, let us know, and we can provide you with some information where you're able to do that. But as of today, I'm looking at the real-time uh, fundraising, they've raised over $1.5 million for this for the year, which is awesome. Their goal is $2.5 million, so they have a little bit more to go. Mm-hmm. But um, for it just coming back right. post COVID, I think that's pretty good. I think pretty good probably, number. Yeah. And we are so grateful for you guys for supporting the Children's Hospital. It and was a privilege to be a part of that. It really was. And like I said, listening to the Gomez family speak, mm-hmm. it was just a really great reminder of why we did that because there are kids who need treatments like that right. and who it there's huge impact. So we appreciated it. The event was meh for me. And sure. You know, and Katie and I have talked a little bit about it afterwards, and that wasn't the purpose, you know, no. our purpose for being there. And we didn't really do a whole lot. We rode Radiator Springs Racers. Mm-hmm. Is that all we did? Goofy Sky oh. School. Yes, yes, we did we, Goofy, we did Goofy Sky School mm-hmm. before the event mm-hmm. started. We watched the first World of Color from Goofy Sky School, kind yes. of. But then once the event started, we did Cars Land. We did Mater, oh, that's right. we did Mater and Luigi, Luigi and Radiator Springs. Mm-hmm. And that was it. We just did three attractions, walked around a little bit. They mm-hmm. had the chalk walk projections up on like Radiator Springs on the Red Rock. And lots of photo ops. Lots of photo ops. We took our team picture with the Hojo team Yes. Um, after World of Color. So that was fun to get to interact with some of the other Hojo team. Mm-hmm. And they had a magic key offering. Mm -hmm. So for those of us that have magic keys, there was a little area under the Silly Symphony Swings where we could go pick up some free merch. So, I mean, that was basically it for the evening. Again, we were super grateful to be there. We actually left before the event ended. At 1130, Mm -hmm. probably. Just, we were tired. We Mm -hmm. had rope dropped that morning. And so we felt like we'd done everything that we wanted to do. Mm -hmm. We went and fell right asleep in our little beds. Which were only four minutes from the park. That's right. It was great. We timed it. Erin looked at her watch as we walked out of the gates and then again as we got to our and room. And our room was at the back of the property. Mm-hmm. And I think actually it took six minutes to get to our room. Gotcha. So I'd say that was it was closer than a Disneyland hotel room. Mm-hmm. That was great. So that is, that's part one of our trip, guys. <laughs> We've got more for you. But we decided to split this into two parts just because it's getting a little long. Yes. And so we'll tell you a little bit more about the trip next week. And actually, mm-hmm. we'll probably sound more excited yeah, about it. Yeah, probably. And we've got some <laughs> fun stories for you about the next day's adventures. So oh. stay tuned. Yes. Make sure you're following us on Instagram if you're not already. We definitely put some more stuff there and some more, you know, real-time up-to-date stuff since this podcast only publishes once a week. What else? We're getting real close to a milestone on Instagram followers, yeah? Yeah. So we maybe need to do a giveaway. We might have to. We should have thought of that yesterday. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) We'll have that ready for next week. All right, guys. Hope you have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. (laughs) Maybe next week we'll have rested a little bit and we'll be a little bit more excited about life in general. Or maybe we'll have to, like, double fist some caffeine before we come next week. (laughs) All right, guys. Okay. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.